Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, my brother-in-law, Angel Lewis Mesquita, to the Mark Cologne Podcast. <laughs> hey everyone, how's it going? That was quite the intro- introduction there, bro. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I've been kind of working on my introductions. <laughs> I love it, it's a lot of energy behind it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> How's it? How's, how um have you been doing? I've been doing well. You know, quarantine has really um, <clears throat> made me be more creative with how I spend my time, what I do. Yeah. So, been a good, a good challenge, a good challenge. I would say. How about yourself? Good, good. Same. Um, yesterday I'm a little sick, but it's nothing like yesterday. I, I felt like dizzy or whatever. And I was like, <clears throat> oh, no. I was like, oh, no. Hopefully, it's not coronavirus. Bro, all I had was a migraine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is what coronavirus is doing to people. <laughs> the mind is a very powerful thing, okay? Yes. So with everything that's going on with coronavirus, I can see how everybody would naturally just gravitate towards that being the problem. Right. Oh my goodness. <sighs> but yeah, yeah, like quarantine's been good. Um life in general's really been good. I haven't I mean we're worried about the coronavirus, but you know, we're just like oh it's another thing that, you know, it will eventually come to an end. Hopefully. Yeah, and you guys are taking the precautionary measures to make sure that you're safe and healthy and you keep it safe and healthy for your neighbors. Right. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there was, like, this... <laughs> and this is why, like, I get so mad at my job. Because okay. there was one guy, he's like, oh, he's sick, but he comes into work. And they're like, no, if you're sick, you can't come into work. Leave. Like, he looks like he's about to fall over. <laughs> what? Yeah, they no. Still make, they still let him work? No, they sent him home. But then he comes the next day, and they're like, oh, do you have a doctor's note? And he's like, no. And they were like, well, you need a doctor's note. It was like, oh. And then he, he got mad. He was like, oh, why do I need a doctor's note? <laughs> and they're like, because uh, we're in a pandemic. He's like, what's a pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, oh, no. Because they're, they're um, one of those people that they just take it, the, the pandemic as a joke. So it's like, oh, yeah, and that's that, really, I think that's really alarming because it's not a small amount of people that feel this way. Um, it's essential. And I think that's one of the biggest problems, which is why we haven't been able to grab hold of this whole situation because there are so many people that discredit it for being real. Right. And then, no, that wasn't the only one. And then there was another one. He tells my boss that um, his wife has coronavirus, so they sent him home, but they're thinking that he's he's just lying because he was saying he didn't want to be there because it was his wife's birthday, so we'll see about that. Wow. Yeah. Well, my prayer goes out to everyone. Um, I hope everyone gets... Um, better that it's under those conditions and I hope that people really start understanding how serious this is and take the precautionary measures they need to make sure that they're safe 
and their families are safe and their community members are safe. Absolutely. Don't joke around about it. Like, you don't have to joke around yeah. about this at all. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we don't have to be so serious about everything, but we, we do have to make sure that we are taking those cautionary measures to make sure that we're safe. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, um, how's school, though? How's that going? School, school's good. School's good. So I am one of the few um, that have made it so that all my classes are online. Cool. So I have all my lecture halls online, and I uh, only have like one lecture hall online, and two other ones that I can just like submit work to. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy about that, but it has been a very unique experience this semester. Yeah, I, yeah, because I... When the pandemic started, were you in school or no? No, the semester hadn't started yet when the pandemic started. Yeah, so it must be interesting, you know, to to like um to you know deal with it now that you have to do everything online. Well, it wasn't that much of a transition for me because for the most part, most of my classes were very online based. Oh, okay. There were lecture halls, but it wasn't something too drastic. <clears throat> oh, okay. Lecture halls were more of a, all right, where's everybody at? And here you collaborate with your classmates in person. But there was a big presence um, on an online databases in yeah. our classes. So that was, that was much of a transition for me personally. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, I know, like, I was talking to my grandma today, and she said that, um, of, she told me that her church actually shut down of, I guess the cases are starting to rise up again. Well, yeah, well, that is one of the things that Dr. Fauci did um, warn about, that there was going to be a spike um, because of it going to be flu season and stuff like that, so that happened. And yeah. Still happening. But yeah. For the most part, I think that my university has kept it very organized, and they've tried their best to make sure that students are safe, faculty and staff are safe, and that the community is safe. Good. That that is good, though. You know, you want to make sure that um <clears throat> that you're safe, that everyone's safe, and nobody's in you know in harm's way at the end of the day. And we haven't been doing too bad. We have um, an official um, case counter. Mm -hmm. And that case counter literally does count all the cases pending within Kutztown. So that's off-campus and on-campus students. That is so good. It's so good because it just makes sure that people know what's going on. And... I believe last time I checked was last week, we only had 300. Okay. And compared to other universities and compared to how many students attend my university, that is not bad. And that is a combination of both off-campus and on-campus cases. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's actually good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 
some people might have been like, wow, 300, and he says that's not bad. But no, if you think about it, it's a university. So there's more than, you know, 600 kids going. Yeah. And yeah, it's not like, oh, okay, that's fine that they have it. That's not what I'm saying. Um, it's just a thing compared to, like how you said, how many students are attending and how many people are <clears throat> in the community. It's not as drastic as many other cases that we're seeing in the United States. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <sighs> so let's, <laughs> let's talk about this 2020 election this beautiful oh amazing election <laughs> are we ready for this conversation <laughs> i don't think so i don't even think we're ready for when they say who has won won it my goodness um let's do it let's, let's start this <laughs> there's so much to unpack with the rallies and the commercials <laughs> and the advertising and all and just, uh, and only having a little bit of coronavirus. It is a little, you know, a little cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you know, I was reading an article here. I don't, you know, you're the expert on this, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm, oh I am gosh. sports and wrestling. <laughs> you are <laughs> an expert at all, all this. Oh, no pressure, no pressure. Look, I am just a citizen that does his due diligence, okay? I like to orientate myself and keep those around me up to date with what I'm learning. And I'm always open to listening to other people's views and ideas and also things that they have um, collected. <coughs> Absolutely. Um, so it says that Joe Biden is leading Donald Trump in the national polls for the presidential election. I don't know how true that is. I, I also <laughs> read something in regards to that. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking at the chart. It says Florida, like he's winning Florida, Pennsylvania. He's losing Ohio. Um, cool. um, uh, Biden's losing Ohio. Okay. But he won Pennsylvania? Yeah, it says he's oh. he's up <clears throat> 50, 50 to forty seven percent. Wow, that's awesome! All right, Pennsylvania, I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, sorry, Pennsylvania. Um, sorry, I was looking at Florida. Pennsylvania, he's winning fifty two to forty five percent. Okay, now these polls are also like projections. Like you talk about the official ballots that have been counted, right? So that's also something to take to account. Yeah, this is projecting like how voters will vote. Yeah, because that's what it means that that's what they're going to vote. Yeah, because they say a lot of these states they could be swing states as well. Well, the states that you just mentioned are one of, are some of the swing states that we have, <laughs> including Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, Pennsylvania is one of one of the swing states, and we are very indecisive when it comes to things like that. Although it is a conservative state, yeah, um, we can go either Democratic or Republican when voting. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, I don't. It's 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 gonna be a tough election. I know they're saying whoever wins. Um, the other, well, actually, the person that loses is gonna be bad for the country, or even the person that wins is gonna be bad for the country. What do you mean by that? Like, um, supposedly, Trump. Well, what Trump has said. Trump has said if he loses, he's still gonna be president. He's uh, he's telling uh, you know, people to to not stand down to anyone. Um, but when it comes to Biden, Biden has really hasn't said anything. <clears throat> but um, um, uh, there has been rumors that um. There will be riots if Biden does lose. So I think you're referring to when he was asked about the peaceful transfer of power, which means when a president stands down when the people have voted for the next yes. president. And that is something I think up till this point, it's been four years of us having President Trump in office and we all we could understand his speech by now and it's very much like i said that i didn't say that he can say things like that right yeah that doesn't mean it's gonna happen yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's been a peaceful transfer since the beginning of time here uh, in the u.s so that that'll be something unprecedented, you know, unprecedented. Okay. So, I hold on. Um. <clears throat> so you wouldn't think like, um, let's say, you know, the people that support Trump, you don't think they would riot or anything like that. Are you? Uh, I thought you were talking about the peaceful transfer of power. Oh no, I was like, talking. About, I was talking about that one too. Oh, okay. Uh, what do I believe about the Trump supporters? Yeah, I believe that um, I, I wouldn't know because I'm not a Trump supporter. <clears throat> but what I do know is that people have the right to express themselves, and they have the right to. Um, protests, they have the right to freedom of speech. Now, they don't have the right to put others in harm. They don't have the right to um, hurt people or anything like that. I yeah. don't think we should be worrying about people writing and all of that. I think we should be worrying about people getting out to vote. Right. People educating themselves, people being active in their communities and seeking out resources to better themselves and their community and to really see what's going on versus yeah. getting caught up with <clears throat> what the news is saying with like scaring people. Yeah. Because yeah. it seems like these days that the ammo for the news outlets, at least traditional news outlets, is to scare people. It doesn't seem like they want to educate or inform anymore, which is their primary job. It seems like they're leaning towards 
scaring the masses to this is what the other person is doing. This person is going to take away their job. This person is going to raise taxes. This person is going to build a wall. And it's it's terrible that you know these resources have been corrupted in this way. But it's what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to, answer, to answer your question, I I, I believe that um, Trump supporters and Biden supporters are at liberty to express themselves, however they being fit, just as long as they are not harming themselves or others, physically, emotionally, or mentally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this was like, I definitely agree with you. Like with the whole, um, we should be more focused on. Um, <clears throat> voting and doing more in the community, but like I, I don't know. Like people just don't focus on that because I'm focused on it. But then I'll hear, like at work, you hear like all this, yeah, <laughs> some racist stuff, and I'm just like, dude, whatever. Yeah, it's sad. Um, that is something that a norm that has been created through. <clears throat> presidency, the current presidency, for people to openly um, voice their opinion about racism and sexism and many other things. Yeah. But we should be focusing on things like what is Biden contributing to like major issues, would like to contribute to major issues like climate change, jobs, health care, and also what President Trump has in mind for climate change, jobs, and health care. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know, right? They just know that one of them wants to do this and one of them wants to do that. It has nothing to do with their policies. Right. I I just one of the things because I don't know if you listen to him, but I listen to the Breakfast Club, and um, a lot of what they say about you know Trump and Biden, I really listen to it. And when this was all starting between Trump and Biden, I know they were always like talking about um, you know a a, a black uh, reform, like uh, how we're we gonna help the, the black and brown people. Right, I've also, uh, I believe I also heard a few things about that. So I've always, I've always kind of been big on that, where, how are you going to help our people? You know, it's fine that it's okay if you help your people, but we need help too. We, we bring a lot to the table and sometimes we bring more to the table than other people. What do you mean by we, like? What people are you referring to? People of color. Oh, people of color. Okay. No, just to be clear. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's something really big, and that's something that, that's something that is something that has been talked about for years and years and years, right? Yeah. And how all these presidents and vice presidents and people of power have promised and have tried to help and try to do so many things. Something that I see differently about Biden 
is that he has taken the time to really listen to people and also acknowledge huge things like systemic racism, yeah, things like police brutality, things like our education system being not the best it can be, our climate our climate changing, our planet dying, you know? And the reality of Americans and jobs. I think he I think from what I've seen, he has really made an effort to not only listen to those topics and listen to those people, but then also find a way to meet everyone halfway yeah and see what he can do and and he seems much more creating unity between communities so he's not very much like this is what republicans do this is what democrats do he's very much like i'm a democrat but i am here to serve the american people and the american people are much more than just democrat republican you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the, that's the kind of attitude that a leader of this country needs. <clears throat> Not a leader that says, I'm here for the Republicans. I'm here for the suburban lives of America. I'm here for, you know, for these exclusive groups. Yeah. Because that's not America. That's a little tiny bit of America. And if you can only... If you can only help and or protect that little tiny group, then you're doing disservice to the rest of America. Right, and that's I probably came out like a little mean or racist, but it's not to be racist or anything like that. But it's just <clears throat> like you said, it's he's like trying to only work for this small group where we have a full country full of different races, same races, whatever the case is, and it's just, it, it. sometimes it pisses me off that we're always like, even, no matter if we're black or brown, we're the immigrants. Yeah, that's a, that's a false narrative um, that prejudiced people have adopted and have indoctrinated into their beliefs, which is based off of false because this country is of immigrants. Everyone that came here except for the Native Americans are immigrants, right? Yeah. So that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um okay, so no, nah, I, I just wanted to bring that topic up. Now We've lately, we've been seeing, I don't know if it's because lately, or maybe more people are covering it now, but we've been seeing a lot more um, um, black and brown people, more African Americans get killed, though, by police. You're referring to the, about the protests in regards to Black Lives Matter? Yes, like, I know we had um, <clears throat> Breonna Taylor we had um, 
Oh, man. There's been a few, actually, ever since, like, the Breonna Taylor one. And, um... Yeah. George Floyd. Yes, George Floyd. Yeah. Um... I don't think this is something new. Unfortunately, our black brothers and sisters have been treated like this for a very long time. Yeah. And just now, people are talking about it. Okay. Openly. And people of power are listening. I think that's what's going on now. And that's because the Black Lives Matter movement uh, it's, that's nothing new. Like, that's something that's been around for uh, for some time now. And it's just something that people try to use as a political tool, which is sad. You shouldn't use that as a political tool because there's so many people. There are people that live that day in, day out. Like, that's not a prop. That's not a tool for them to to do anything, if anything, a hindrance, that they are seen as a threat only because they're black. Yeah. It's horrible. And it's something that America needs to wake up to and make sure that humans are being treated as humans. Yeah. And that this injustice doesn't happen here. You're the land of the free and the just. And this is something that shouldn't be happening here. And something that should have been addressed so many years back. But here we are trying to trying to to fix something that that's been happening for years. Yeah, yeah. No. <clears throat> and because of because of technology and resources and people being able to communicate, I think that's why it has made such a big wave because now people can see it, right? Yeah. Like if something happens in Ohio and you post it, then something happens in Pennsylvania and I post it and it's something similar, you and I are gonna be like, Oh, we're on the same boat. Although you'll be out in Ohio and I'm all the way out in Pennsylvania. We're on the same boat. Right, right. And it just creates this new new form of community. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I like uh, Kamala Harris. I don't know. What do you think about her? Kamala Harris is a very, um, a very interesting person to have as vice president. I think she brings a different view in how to handle things and how to execute things. And I think her and Biden are going to be an amazing collaborative partnership because they're both looking at things in a different way, but they are more than happy to come together and see what they can do to make sure that her side is seen and responded to and his side is seen and responded to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she has she has 
she has history with like the law and the enforcing the law and that's one of the biggest problems that we have now with police brutality and the protection of citizens and i would like to see what she can contribute to in that conversation and in those policies in regards to that given her history of of being involved in all of that yeah yeah because she used to be a prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah, I read something like that. Um, Okay. <clears throat> yeah, because I know a lot of people were joking because if Biden gets elected, he's the oldest person to serve at um 78 years old. And they're like, well, he doesn't have much time left, so Kamala Harris will take over. Well, that's the job of the vice president, right? If the yeah. acting president can no longer do his duties, then it is her duty to <clears> step <throat> in and and do her job. Right. I just feel like the fact that they're like, that's what they're thinking about. Yeah, and again, this is people being distracted by these little things. Yep. Oh, he's too old. Oh, he has orange skin. Oh, he's racist. Oh, he's that. Oh, the girl. This is a girl. That's a boy. We need to stop sensationalizing all of this and educating ourselves and what we need and who are the people that can make those needs be yes. accomplished. Absolutely. Like, uh, like when we had our presidential debate and the current president, President Trump, was asked to denounce white supremacies and extremist groups, which he took so long to do, his response was, stand down and stand by, proud boys. Now, there were so many things that were said in that debate, and it was much more about a shock factor versus me as a president, this is what I want to contribute and these are my plans to make these contributions. The only thing that people want to talk about was the fact that he didn't denounce white supremacy and then we were distracted by that for like two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. And that's the only thing people could talk about and then like, yes, it was wrong. Yes, it's completely absurd that the leader of America cannot denounce white supremacy. But these are hate groups that harm people based off of absolutely nothing but prejudice, which is a sad day for America that we have someone like that yeah. in office. But that wasn't, that's something that's already known. And that's something that, okay, it's wrong, but we need to focus on what we can do to make sure that our needs are met. I totally agree. We're so distracted, and that is the craziest part. Yeah, it's like like what you're saying now is so accurate. It's like the same thing when uh, Mike Pence had a fly on his head. Yes, everybody <laughs> was talking about the fly on his head. And I was like, there were so many things that were said and things that were not said. 
what they should have been paying attention to was how he was not directly answering questions. How he openly said that he doesn't believe that there is systemic racism in the country. Those are the things I should have paid attention to. Those are the things that they should have been like, okay. I see what it is that you like to contribute. I see what it is that you see and that you choose to see and address. And that's what we should be paying attention to. Yeah. We should be paying attention to a president when they're given the topic of climate change. Biden has openly said that he wants to get into a room with professionals in their field and collaborate with them, with world leaders, and see what we can do together to make sure that our earth is safe and good for our children and our children's children. Yeah. And be able to live their lives here. Right? Yeah. And the same question was given to Trump. He said that it was a hoax and that it was something that people were making up to distract us. Distracted from what? Right. <laughs> and it was something that people need to understand that as a leader, we're not asking our president to know everything and to be our superhero. We're asking them to be a temperate leader that takes into consideration the opinions of professionals that can best to our needs and the needs of of our of our loved ones. Yes. And the needs of the future of the country and the future of the earth. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where like I you know and that's why I like talking to you because it's like like I have so many questions and you're like answering them all for me. And it's like Good. That's what I'm here for. Ask everything. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I like I like talking to you about this stuff and having you at least on the podcast because not only are you, are you giving me knowledge about it, but you're giving other people knowledge. And you know the the election is on Tuesday and people still don't know who to vote for, and it's like I don't. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that, bro, because it is it is very 
popular that there's a lot of undecided voters. Yeah. And with this election specifically, it's very interesting because the contrast between the both running mates are that they're so different. Yeah, yeah. You have one that wants to collaborate with professionals in regards to serious things like infectious diseases like coronavirus, yeah. um, climate change, the job market, you know? And then we have another one that says, I'm a businessman and I know how to do these things when he has been bankrupt for for the for the most part of his professional life. Not paying his taxes. <laughs> and, that, and that's another thing too, like yeah. the whole taxes um, scandal. And we have one that does that, right? And yeah. then in regards to like job creating and all that good stuff, we have one that that claims to have built this job creating miracle, but it wasn't a miracle. It was a set. It was something that was set by the Obama administration. Before he came into office. So, and then when they asked him about what he had to contribute to, so what what he did for us, for his people, Mm -hmm. he says that he wanted a different health care plan for the U.S., which I'm totally behind. We have to make sure that that we're healthy, right? Yeah. And the only way we can make sure that we're healthy is that we have resources to make sure that we're healthy and it's been four years that he's been in office yeah and he still has not explained or have even put a proposal about health care right oh yeah so it's just so confusing when in contrast to uh, biden biden is not even president yeah, and he's already explaining what he wants to do for healthcare and what are the resources that he would like to put into to to plan. Yeah. So I don't understand the, the confusion <clears throat> for undecided uh, undecided voters. Yeah. Because it's pretty obvious that there's one that is that doesn't really know what he's doing. Yes. And one that knows what he's doing and knows what he wants to get himself into. Right, yeah. And I don't want to come on here to to be biased or tell people how to vote, not to vote. I think everyone should go out there and educate themselves. There are so many resources out there. Educate yourself. Stay away from the scandal. Stay away from the, oh, he he did something to a a porn star. Oh, he did this. Like, all these scandal stuff. Like, he's not a celebrity. He is the leader of the free world, right? Right. And that we need to we need to treat him as, as such and we need to hold him accountable as such. Right. And it's not okay for a leader to 
to tell their constituents to to cheer on to, to put someone in jail. Yeah, or yeah, that he's going to put in the history. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say that. Yeah, he's also said he's going to put Biden, Clinton, and uh, Obama in jail. And, like, what? what is that about? What does that do with anything? Yeah. Correct. It has to do with nothing. And the whole point of that was to create scandal. Yep. And that's not what our leaders should be contributing. You know, if we wanted some some scandal, some tea, you know, we go to e-news and <laughs> yeah. look at reality TV shows and things like that. No, what we need and want from our leader is for this person to collaborate with professionals to make sure that we are mentally, emotionally healthy, right? Yep. Constituents. Yeah. Um, create resources that people can then provide for themselves and be independent. And if there is a circum, if there's a situation, situations like systemic racism, situations like police brutality, situations like um, people being discriminated against, for this leader to not discredit their claims or listen to their claims and see what they can do together <clears throat> to create an America that works for everyone and not just for the 5% or the 1% yeah. of Americans. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say, like, I, I was saying that the other day, this election of this year, this is a whole novella, bro. Yeah, that's what they've made it. And, yeah. it's, and, it's, and it's sad. And it's sad. And I was actually watching um, some TV the other day, and yeah. I saw a commercial, of course, about... Um, Encouraging people to vote. Mm-hmm. Now, I was personally, at the moment, my, my initial thought was that it was a terrible commercial. Okay. Why was this commercial terrible? It said that whether or not what who you vote for is private, that if you voted or not, is not private and your neighbors and friends can see that you didn't vote so go out and vote what those are the exact words of this commercial and it was and it, and it wasn't promoted by anyone uh, democratic or republican it said it's funded by um pennsylvania taxpayer oh no um i was like really that is the lowest we're going to go. We're going to we're going to guilt trip people to voting. Yeah, I no. don't want my neighbors. I don't want my neighbors to see that I didn't vote, so I'm going to vote. That's yeah. not democracy. That's not. Are you serious? That's terrible. That is terrible, and and, and it's horrible that they would do that to. The American people. Yeah, I know it was only something for Pennsylvania. I don't know if they did it to the other states, but that's horrible. Yeah. No one should feel pressured. No, not at all. Way. 
And if it's that serious, maybe take our taxpaying money and educate us. Don't scare us or guilt trip us about voting. Right. Don't do that. No, I totally agree with you. Like you said, instead of just like trying to force us to vote or make us feel terrible that we have to vote, why don't you just, some of the money that you guys use, since you guys are taxpayers or any other people, we you guys should be helping us educate ourselves because we're not as educated as you guys are. Exactly. I totally like agree if we, with that. If we, if we were to talk to the average person on the street about Obamacare, they would be like, um, I, I don't know. And yeah. it's like, seriously, you don't know? Or things like climate change, like what are things that we can do for climate change? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And that's fine. I'm not telling them that they need to be brainiacs. What I'm saying is that our leaders have failed us in regards to making sure that we are educated these Okay. I kid you not. 
I looked at this young man and I love him. So I'm like, maybe close friend. And I said, Jury duty? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Are you a US citizen? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, Okay, do you have an ID here in Pennsylvania? He's like, Yeah, I have a license. I'm like, Okay. Doesn't matter if you're born or not, you're going to get jury duty if you're picked. Yeah. And he's like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, yes. I'm serious. I'm like, are you serious? Like, that's how, that's how uneducated our community is. Yeah, yeah. And, and not only that, so this person is actually um, going to be a part of the police force. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm you see what I'm going going at. Yeah, so I the do. The thing is that a lot of people are getting themselves into these situations, and then like they really don't understand what they're doing. Right. They really don't fathom like how are you going to think that? And and, it, and it's not to put this person down or make this person feel any type of way. This is just so that everyone sees the reality that. They're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that don't know. And uh, a lot of them want to know. And a lot of them are scared to know. And a lot of them really care less. But I, I want to encourage you all to please educate yourself. And I understand that at times it can be overwhelming with all the noise of scandal and soap opera and all this weird stuff that it's going to be worth it. It's going to yeah. be worth it because it's going to affect your health care. How are you going to be paying those healthcare bills? It's not a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. A lot of these bills are a thousand. And for people that have family, yeah, you know that is crazy amount of money. Jobs. How are you going to fend for yourself? How are you going to fend for your family? These people affect that. Yeah. How you are going to be protected? from the people that are here to serve you. And that's another thing too. A lot of people have disassociated people, our leaders, and these people, these public servants, they have disassociated them from their roles. They see them as these things that are above or superior. Yeah. There are some, they are to be respected. They are to be um, renowned because they are our leaders and they're people that have worked very hard to get into those positions, at least some of them. And people people forget that. People think that they that they are they're doing a disservice if they I don't know. People believe that our leaders and all these people that are public servants or people above them. No, you appointed them there. Yeah. Right? You're the one that they're there to serve. Policemen are not supposed to be going around and shooting people. They are unarmed. Policemen are not supposed to make anybody feel intimidated. They should not make anybody feel unsafe. That is the exact opposite of their job description. They are to serve and protect yeah. Right? Yep. And people don't associate 
their their police officers with that. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Governors are there to serve and protect your rights. They're not there to make up their own rules. They're not there to just listen to three people. They're their best friends. No, they're there to listen to their constituents. They're there to see that their constituents' voices and opinions and problems are being met, seen, and responded to. And I feel like the sooner we start teaching ourselves, exposing ourselves, and having a different mentality about these things, the sooner the better. Yeah. Because it's going to then create the culture of us understanding our role and understanding the role of others. Because once those roles are blurred, then people get away with things. And when people get away with things, there's disorder. And then when there's disorder, people get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I definitely, I, bro, I love everything you're saying. I do. <laughs> um, now I wanted to ask you something, because, all right, we, we do know Trump used to be, like, a celebrity before he became president. Do you think that should change, though? Do you think, and we, you have to have some form of, uh, like, you have to have been a mayor board or something like that. Are you saying that people that are running for president yes. should they be should they have a history yes. and or a career in the public in the public service? Uh, yes. Doctor? Yes and no. Okay. Yes because yes and no. Yes because we would like someone to understand politics understand what it is to serve uh, the constituents, what it is that's expected of them. Um, so yes, in that regard. Okay. No, no, because I wouldn't want it to be this exclusive thing that only these polished people have an opportunity to get into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then it starts being repeated. Because you could, it could be a good thing, but it could easily be a bad thing. It could be a good thing in that they're, let's say, they're public servants. They're amazing. They're good, and they know what they're doing, and they're they they serve the people. Then there's those that are self-serving or only serve like small groups. Yeah. If these polished people are the only ones that have that access, then that's something that is dangerous. But I like the idea of it being something that's open to whomever wants to contribute something to the country. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that is something that if they do have a history of being a celebrity or anything like that, that's something that now is in their past and that they're here to serve the, the country. And in doing so, they need to educate themselves and trust the professionals they put themselves, but they put around them and see what they can do to best serve the country and the people. 
Got you. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about that because, you know, Trump, he was some sort of celebrity. I really I don't remember. Well, I do remember him, but I can't remember what he was, what kind of celebrity he was. But um, I know he appeared. A reality, TV, a reality TV celebrity. He did The Apprentice. Okay. Um, which was like a competition show about running a business. And that's been his, his whole thing is that he, he's a businessman. And I guess that's how he rose to fame, was trying to create these um, businesses and all these things. And a lot of them flopped with any business, and a lot of them gave him profit. Yeah. Yeah, because I know, like, he appeared once, like, on WWE or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah, and he did he did cameos in other shows like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, you know, and and that's all fine and dandy because you know he's a person and he he has his history as a celebrity, and we're not saying celebrities shouldn't run for president, right? Um, certain people shouldn't run for president. <clears throat> I think if you want the best of the country, if you want to contribute something positive, if you want to educate yourself and put American people first, yeah. go for it. Go for it, you know? But if it's something about scandal after scandal and just creating division, never in my... In my in the 27 years that I've been alive, have I ever heard of a president that created so much discourse and division? Yeah, yep. And and one thing is having an opinion, because that's perfectly fine. When Kamala Harris and Biden were both running for president, Kamala and Biden were opponents, right? And right. they had different views and different opinions. And it was a competition, and they both wanted to be president. And that was fine. And look at them now, coming together to collaborate. Right. You know what I mean? So it shouldn't be something about you're this and I'm that, and that's it. You know? It should be a thing of these are my thoughts. These are my opinions. These are these are the situations that I'm in. Yeah. And... You know, the other party coming along with that, too, and seeing what we can both benefit, where we can both grow, where we can both be the best that we can be. Right, yeah. All right, um, let's take a quick break, and then um, we'll continue talking. All right, thank you so much. No problem. All right, we are back. Um, were you done saying what you were saying, bro? Yeah, that was everything I wanted to say. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Yeah, I just feel like maybe there's some way like you could take a, uh, a mental test or just a test in general just to see where a president's head would be at. Because it's like, I don't think you would want another circumstance like the one we have now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, because, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, 
if you can run for, for president, yeah, go for it. Um, just, we can't have another 2.0 of this. <laughs> yes, I, I agree 1,000%. But that is a very slippery slope because there is people already in power that would influence certain things to make sure that particular people then be, would be in and others would be out. And you know what? That's what that's why it's so important to vote for your local your local government as well. The people the local Correct. offices. Correct. Your governors, yep. um, your judges, all these things are important. The smallest to the largest, all of them contribute yes. to your life and the life of your loved ones. Yep, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... Okay, so um, at the end of, at, you know... They say the, I guess the last day to give all your votes in would be the third, uh, which would be Tuesday. November 3rd. Yeah. November 3rd is election day. Right. Yeah. So right now, um, I know that every is is doing their best to count all the ballots and to make sure that <coughs> all the ballots are submitted on time so that we can so that we can see who is going to be the president. Um, I think that we we need to again stay away from the whole scandal of things. Definitely you know, call people out on stuff. They just stay away from the from the scandal aspect of it and just just wanting to see the the results. Just wanting to see the evidence. Gotcha. Yeah. Um okay. Yeah, I totally agree from that. If we can just stay away from, you know, all the drama it doesn't matter if somebody has a fly on their head or if they're proud boys or if Biden's son is, um, you know, dealing with whatever he's dealing with, whatever Trump said. I forgot what he said, but it's stuff that does not need to be said that we do not need to even think about, I believe. Yeah. So I feel like, like you said, if we just focus on what's important and let extra things um kind of get in the way of when we vote, I definitely believe we'll, we'll be all right. And when the time comes, we'll, uh, I think we'll all make the right vote. Yes, hopefully everyone yeah. makes the right vote. Because it's not about, it's not about who is cooler or who is more fun. It's about who is going to go in office in line with the people, American people, and doing their best to work and collaborate with <clears throat> so many people in the health field, in the economics, yep. in um, 
legislation and law passing, all these important things. And it shouldn't be something about their personality or like who who they want to want to be. It's about what they are going to do to make sure that the American people are being served. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um what is something what's something that you would like out of a president? Not Biden or Trump or anyone else, just out of the president, out of out of the US leaders. I think um I want my thing is my biggest thing right now would have to be justice. For the for for everyone, no matter if they're white, black, or brown, justice for everyone that that has went through something and that person's walking free, sleeping on their bed, when the person that that um is not didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I think that would be my biggest thing. Um my other thing it'd probably be like either education or um health insurance. Like I don't have health insurance for my job because it costs so much and I have to get her health insurance. So Wow. But like education it's, it's too. Big, uh-huh. a big thing. Yeah. Education, health insurance, um, job opportunities. Yeah. All these things are things that the president has a saying in, that your local government has a saying in, that your representative has a saying in. And when you vote, you vote for these people to to voice your opinion, your thoughts, your situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What would what what is something you would want out of them? Out of a president, I need clear and concise communication skills and honesty. Okay. I need someone that is adaptable to collaborate with a wide range of professionals in their fields. I need a president that is going to serve and contribute positively to the lives of all Americans. Okay. Those are my biggest things. And I feel like this is something that most Americans want. Yeah. And it's crazy because a lot of Americans, a lot of people feel very hopeless. They feel that their vote doesn't count, which is not true. That's a rhetoric that, that scared people want you to believe that that is not the truth. Right. They're scared of your power. They're scared that you have the ability that they have. Yep. And now you are a threat. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, is there anything else you want to say? <clears throat> Please orientate yourself, guys. Get educated. Um, read articles out there. 
I know it gets a little intense with all the noise about scandal and stuff, but please just focus on policies, focus on um, behaviors, like what kind of person is like behaving crazy and what kind of not. There's a, there's a, this is not a paid advertisement, um, by the way. For news, voice, it is an app that I use that helps me um, read articles and see news and see who funds and contributes to these newscasts, right? So everyone knows that the news is a multi-billion industry and there are many people that contribute to that and because they contribute to that, they have a saying in what is being advertised, what is being communicated and how it's being communicated. And what this app does is that it lets you know Fox News represents this, this, and that, and that's why this person is saying what they're saying. Or NBC um, represents these people, and that's why they're saying what they're saying. So it's just something that gives you a little insight of why people want to create specific rhetoric and how they're doing that. So I would encourage you guys to check out that app and keep educating yourselves, and no question. It's a dumb question. Yeah. I hope that you guys keep up the good work. Yes, and um, I just checked. They said like December fourteenth, I believe, is when they'll announce like who's who is um president. But um, I'll get more educated on that. I'll let you know, and um, you know, we'll talk about you know after whoever's won, we'll talk about you know we'll talk about that. Yes, I love it. Every time you're on, it's always, you know, good information, good news, and good vibes. Always. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Take care, and um, we I should have you on very soon again. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. All right. See you. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Angel Lewis Mesquita on the Mark Cologne podcast. That is right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is all. I hope you guys take this into consideration what we talked about. And um, I can't wait to see what happens um, this Tuesday, November 3rd. And when the when the, all the ballots come in, all the votes, and we see who is our president, hopefully the world is at peace. So, guys, go vote now. Do it before it's too late. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be great. And uh, I'll have Angel Lewis Mesquita back on soon. So, thank you guys for listening to the Mark Cologne Podcast. See you guys.